Today's episode of the Be Bodega is brought to you by Apex Apparel. Apex Apparel is your one-stop shop for all your company's needs, from branding, screen printing, and embroidery, to promotional products, marketing, websites, and events. We look to be more of a partner than a provider and grow together to achieve your goals. Design, brand, market your way. Apex Apparel. Contact them today at 865-454-8765. Again, that's Apex Apparel. And welcome to today's episode of the Beat Bodega. You are now listening to the Beat Bodega, a music podcast. Music and talk for all you bitches. Enjoy. All right, party people. How's it going? We're going, baby. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do this. What's up, Eric? I'm going to try to bring as much energy as I can. But today I came to the realization that I'm pretty much eating and working myself to death. It's all I do these days. And thank you guys for having this podcast because that is the only change I have to my week. So thank you. And thank you all for listening. Thank thank you to everybody. And thank you. I mean to start it off on such a negative vibe. I'm just exhausted, man. man. But we're going to make this a fucking awesome show. Let's fucking do this. So what we did today is uh, we're going to discuss... DJs, EDM groups, uh, dance music, and I know we've done we've done a dance episode before, but uh, this one, you know, typically the way it works, I'll text the guys uh, kind of topics, and and then we kind of decide from there. And uh, Gilbert twice selected this one, uh, even though he did say his favorite DJs himself. Three times. Three times. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, this this is the show today. We're gonna we're gonna talk about dance music a little bit. <clears throat> so uh, who wants to kick it off? Uh, I'll I'll go first. Do it, bro. You're the DJ. So number one for me, EDM DJ, a, a little guy by the name of Cole Carter. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with him, it's because he is a made up character from a movie called <laughs> We Are Your Friends, played by Zac Efron. <laughs> And it's 128 beats per minute. I fucking love you, bro, right now. Oh, my God. Yes. We are your friends. We are your friends. We are your friends. Listen, the heartbeat, the heart rate goes to 128 minutes. I don't know. There's this whole thing. I've never seen the whole movie. I've only seen stupid clips of it. It's great. It's really good, man. It's got the guy that likes to watch um, plastic float around from American Beauty, Wes Bentley. Oh, And Emily Ratchetakowski. Oh, that, oh, that's that's a reason <laughs> yeah. to watch it. Dude, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, Eric. What was her name again? Emily Ratchetakowski. I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I apologize. But hey, Zac Efron, man. Yeah. And that's you could get the best sushi in what is it in San Jose? It's an ongoing joke. If you saw the movie, you'd understand. Yeah, I've only seen I've only seen snippets of it. But okay, so Gilbert started with a fake DJ. I kid, I kid. No, my real my real first DJ is Carl Cox, the legendary Carl Cox. Um, obviously, you know he started. He was from the get go of house music. Started spinning disco. Um, from Detroit. Um, just a legend, man. I mean, you know he's you know he's done some production, but um, you know a lot of production. You know he released four albums on his own. Um, there's a a a great uh Nine Toes. The group is called Nine Toes. Carl Cox remix that I play still a a song called Finder. I still play all the time. Um. And I mean, what I mean, what what can you say? The dude is an absolute legend. Still doing it now. Um, I think he's 
man, he's got to be close to pushing 60 already. Let's look it up. I was just thinking that. I'm like, yeah, he's, he's, he's up there, dude. He's up there. So, um, uh, but he's, you know, his energy, even during this quarantine, he's been doing like some live streams and stuff like that. He's just, uh, dude is just an absolute monster and an absolute legend man so I, you're you know, saying he's a he's a house guy or he's a house dj house yeah. Guy. Yeah. Okay. and one of the early i mean he's yeah, he's he a pioneer like, yeah, like yeah. chicago type early yep yep okay. yep yeah he's, chicago and detroit he's from detroit though i think right okay. no he's from england oh no, he's not yeah, he's he not from england born july 29th 1962 manchester kingdom manchester united kingdom but where did he come um but he from here he's he he's gotta be i gotta look that up but um uh, but I know he's because he was uh early guy in like I want to say it's either Detroit house or the Chicago house scene. Now I can't remember, but man, it, but he, everything's pointing to, to London, man. Yeah, holy shit. Maybe maybe we're looking at Carl Cox with two C's. Maybe, well, I think maybe, that's a, we should check out Carl Cox with the cake. I, th- I think that's <laughs> might, be, might be a point. Two cakes. But... No, that, no, that's that, that's definitely him. 58 years old, man, and still doing the damn thing. <laughs> Needless to say, regardless, I mean, I, yeah, um, he's, um, I mean, I might be confusing him with something. Well, else. there is a guy called Killer Carl Cox with three Ks, okay. and he was part of the I, National Wrestling Alliance. Oh, I was going to say, don't <laughs> click on that link. Um, <laughs> if it has three Ks, uh, so, I will, uh, don't, don't so link. Here, here you go, Gilbert. Uh, at the age of 15, Cox, uh, was working as a mobile DJ, finding a passion for disco music. He began his music career around the same time that Chicago house music found. Oh, it. maybe that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but he's he's a British guy. Got it. Okay. Damn it. So, can we put him under the category of people that we thought were American and they totally fooled us? For yep. sure. For sure. For All right. Sure. For cool. sure. But uh, no. But I, I mean, Gilbert's him right. And, the, him the guy's and, a fucking. Him and Idris Elba. Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> that suave motherfucker. Have you seen? He's gonna be in the new. Uh, that looks amazing. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah. That looked that 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 trailer sold me. I was so skeptical on it. And you know who tra- cracks me up is uh, Cena, John Cena, John Cena. Yeah. Dude, he's so awesome. In an island full of dicks. Right. <laughs> yes. But, so good. Um, but right, who else um, got? so that, yeah, my second one is the one and only Diplo. Um, nice. I'm a big fan. Big fan. Big, yeah. Um, you know, uh, has root, his roots down here. Actually, has a house here, uh, not that far. Or from Lauderdale in, in Plantation. Yep. Um, and uh, but you know, grew up uh, um, down here as well. Was obviously influenced a lot by Miami bass, and um, was really early on in 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 the the Florida break scene when mm. when he was in school at UCF in 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 the in the late nineties. Um, then obviously, you know, has, has gone on, was part of this group called Hollertronics, um, and was, uh, really, um, instrumental in like, you know, that there was the, the holler board, which was a lot of a place, like a early DJs would go and get, uh, exchange music and stuff like that. Um, uh, it was a, I mean, obviously he's, he's seen a lot of gone through a lot of stages through, yeah. you know, obviously with major Re- laser Re- Re- involved with a lot of reggae, like, yep. Yep, yep. That's how um, I found out about him. His time, laser, his like time that. with with you know uh, producing for MIA mm-hmm. was huge. Um, you know, he started his own record label with Mad Decent. Had the Mad Decent block parties, mm-hmm. so he's really had his, his hand on on all that stuff. And you know, obviously one of the biggest superstars in not only and uh, any music really. Yeah, yeah. He's, and he's, you he's could actually awesome. watch a documentary about his life 
um, starring the great James Vanderbeek as Dippo. <laughs> right. I don't How know if awesome. you guys have ever I've, seen this I've show. Seen it, Are you kidding me? I no, swear I to God, I highly recommend oh, yeah. it. It's yeah, the yeah. funniest thing it was, you'll watch. It was like on 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 a cable network, right? Like FX yeah. or, or no, Vice. I, I, don't I think it was on Vice. I think it might have been on Vice. But it's James Vanderbeek being Diplo, Diplo. And I swear to God, I bet you Diplo is that fucking cool. <laughs> like <laughs> the shit he does on that show, it's hilarious. Please hey. watch it. And put, a, up, and put out one of my, when we had the sexiest video episodes. Uh, oh, that's it, right. Yeah, yeah. The set it off video. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he had, like I said, he's, what, what's cool about his and him is particularly is he's done every every genre in electronic music from trap to um, to straight up house. He, you know, like. Everything, his, everything. Yeah. yeah, one of his last last hits uh, on my mind is like a tech house song. Um, so he's he's really run the gamut. Um, and again, there's, you know, he's a, and he's a dope DJ. Um, you know, uh, what I love anybody that that's that 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 has like some roots in hip hop also, and obviously you know with with his his time in Philly, he had you know a lot yeah. of that stuff. So um, just a, a great producer, great DJ, uh, Diplo dude, incredible. Nice. Um, and then my last one, yeah, yeah, my last guy is Kenny Dope. Um, he's a DJ, old school DJ from from um, from from New York, from Brooklyn specifically, was half of the duo of Masters of Work with uh, Little Louis Vega. Um, and he's just a legendary producer, has done, was really started when he was doing stuff with Masters of Work, was doing like these party breaks. So like almost like before AV8s were yeah. a thing, like him and, and, and Louis, Little Louis Vega were doing these party breaks. And speaking of legends, Little Louis Vega. Yeah, Little Louis Vega yeah. is another one. Um, and then uh, the cool thing is, is like I said, there were kind of party breaks. And, and then I had an inter- or had seen an interview with him where he he was saying like, you know, when uh, when he's coming from him and that that era specifically, it was like the er- er- early parts of hip hop. So he would be spinning disco, um, reggae, a lot of reggae influence, obviously hip hop and other stuff, Latin music. So he he used he produce these these um party breaks to kind of mix through genres so they would be like they would go in from a hip-hop to reggae and that would be his transition from he'd play start playing reggae play this this party break and then go into hip-hop after so he kind of used it to 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 work in his these transitions in his dj sets and then but they they're some of the most famous you know party breaks you know ever made um and then later you know he's he had a many many like side projects um he had a he had um uh, the other famous one, which one is it? Is um, well, he had the bucketheads with the this I'll do it to my mind. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, the 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 bucket. <laughs> the, yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> doing that, though. Yeah. But um, he was it, it was just as good as your roses rendition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he um he which we call it he was a, that that was a, the producer with the bucketheads. Um, so he's I mean he was super influential. I actually got to see him. A couple, so it might have been two years ago. Now, um, the lineup was crazy. Um, it was, it was him, it was Kenny Dope, Jazzy Jeff, Scratch Bastard, and Tony Touch, and they were all in one, and they were all in one bill. It was like a block, yeah. It was a block party in this place called Rhythm and Vine, um, up here in uh, in Fort Lauderdale, and um, uh, and it was like a uh, St. Patty's Day block party, and that that was the lineup. It was it was crazy, um, and um, so I got this. It was the only time I ever seen Kenny Dope play, and he's he was he was incredible. So those are my three. Cool. Interesting. Where you chose it? Power, powerful list. I I I agree with you with Zach Efron probably being the best DJ. Ever. <laughs> but uh, Eric, you want to go or you want me to go? Go ahead. All right. So. <clears throat> I the 
my three, I went with, uh, I had to go with Daft Punk, the recently retired uh, group. Is this like a Nirvana thing that they they just like disbanded or died? So you got to like push them like a lot or something? <laughs> yeah. Is that what's going on there? That, that's, yeah. Because you've been on a Daft Punk kick for a while now. Oh, uh, well, wait. Ever we, since the retirement, you wait know? Till, wait till we get to Bieber again. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I don't know if there's a more accomplished group in the dance scene. You know, you got two, two Frenchies. Um, CNC? What? CNC Music Factory? No, no, no. This, no? Uh, no, no. <laughs> but the two Parisians, uh, Guy Manuel, I, blah, 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 however you say his last name, and uh, Thomas Bangalter. Uh, I mean, and Bob. Bob, that would have been cool. You know, <laughs> you know they were. I know you weren't. It was a, a shorter episode that I did with Gilbert that we were talking about starting with a gimmick and sticking to it for almost thirty years. You know, but obviously these guys are legendary. They crossed over from just a dance genre to being major, you know, players in the music industry. Um, I just wanted to. Just talk about some of their their accomplishments. Um, so, in the fifty in the fifty sixth annual Grammy Awards in two thousand thirteen, they won Record of the Year with Get Lucky, Album of the Year with Random Access Memories, Best Pop Duo Group Performance with Get Lucky, Best Dance Electronic Album with Random Access Memories. So that I only thought that that was their only stint in the Grammys. In the fifty fourth Grammys. They were nominated for Best Score Soundtrack for Tron Legacy, which was a great fucking soundtrack. Um, in 2008, Best Dance Recording for Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger, and then Best uh, Electronic Album for Live 2007. They were nominated in the 2005 Awards um, for Human After All, nominated in 2001 for a Best Pop Instrumental Performance of Short Circuit, Best Dance Recording for One More Time. They were nominated for Best Dance Recording for Around the World in 1998. And then for in, the, in 1997 for uh, the Best Dance Recording for The Funk. Um, I, I don't know if there's a more accomplished, uh, you know, dance or dance genre uh, group. And and the production they did for The weekend too. And the production that they did for The weekend. Um, you know, almost 30 years of this. You know, they, they put out, they, they definitely left a fingerprint in uh, in the music industry. But, you know, then they obviously, they capped off their career in uh, February 22. when they By put blowing out, one of them up. By blowing one of them up. And for RIP, <laughs> RIP to whichever one that was. Uh, but Bob. Bob, it was Bob. <laughs> and then they, and, and the way they did it too, by releasing that epilogue video, that was, that was pretty interesting. All right. Now, um, Another dance group that I picked uh, was uh, The Prodigy. Um, Liam Howlett, Keith Flint, um, Maxim, you know, another group that cemented their legacy in, in, in dance culture. I mean, they came out, you know, when the Chemical Brothers were big, Fat Boy Slim. Um, you know, the, I, there were th these little interesting facts that I found about them. I found out about them. They're not a band. They're not a group. Only one of them was actually signed. And they just hopped along to the tracks. So the only one that was actually signed um, 
was Howlett. And because he formed the group in the 90s, and then they just happened to tag along and perform. But the only artist that was signed out of all of them was Howlett. So, so the other guys were paid musicians, basically, or producers? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, uh, you know, two years ago, or yeah, two years ago, uh, Keith Flint passed away, um, who's, if anybody could visually look or, you know, think about the band, it was the guy that looked like a punk rocker. Um, passed away two years ago, unfortunate uh, suicide. Um, the impressive thing about what they've done, so when they released their first EP, it actually failed miserably. They only sold 7,000 copies. Now, if there's ever a good story about sticking to what you want to do, they released Fat of the Land, and it was the fastest-selling dance album of all time. It, when it was released in 1997, it sold 317 copies in their first week. And as of 2019, over 10 million copies. So, again, an, I mean, another legendary group um, and one of my top three. And then I kept it local for this one. The, probably the godfather of breakbeats in Florida, DJ Icy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or born as Eddie Papa. Producer, remixer, you know, it, you know, he took Chicago hip hop house and English break beats and brought them together and then developed a, you know, probably one of the founders of the scene in Miami or in Florida, I'm sorry, had his own indie label with Zone, um, you know, several, he actually had billboard, uh, billboard hits. He had six songs that hit, uh, hit the, hit the tops uh, or hit. He hit six times in the top uh, Billboard songs and released 20 albums from 1996 to 2018 and still doing it. And, you know, also a mentor to a lot of these, like, you know, Baby Ann and a lot of these these Florida DJs that that uh, he helped develop. So those were my three. Legend. Cool. legend. Icy is a legend. Icy is a legend. And, uh, you know, I'd say right there next to Zach Efron as... The top DJs. <laughs> All right. Those are my wow. three. Well, I too, like Carlos, kept it local with my opening DJ act. It would be DJ Laz from Miami. Um, powerful, powerful DJ Laz. All right. He uh, responsible for the five o'clock jams. Um, nice. Was acquitted of manslaughter <laughs> in a boat accident. Um, gave us the hit tune, Red Alert. <laughs> You know what? You know what? I love? Hold on. You know, you know that Red Alert was in in um in uh, Chasing Amy. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, With the scene when he re- he realizes yeah. that oh my god. Yeah. We're gay. We're yeah. going to gay bar. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, which is an incredible song. It you is. Know, a- um, you know, and recently, like, yeah, man, he was able to, um, I guess, what is it like? You bargain for a plea deal. And oh, we're still know, on that, huh? It, it was still- referred to as a boating accident. You know, there was no alcohol involved, right? Like, so he's number one. Number two, I'm going to go with DJ Polly Del Vecchio, who's responsible for giving us phrases as Jim Tanning Laundry and Cabs Are Here, and was also one of the first and only dudes. They say they didn't, but I really believe they did on the first season of what was that show called Jersey Shore hooked up with Jay Wow mm. but, but you're, this is a suspicion Alleged. this is a suspicion I mean they Alleged. were in bed together you know cameras just didn't go all the way 
And that guy was, that, hey, that guy was signed to G Unit at one point. Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. That's well, he's crazy. Doing good for himself, man. He used that. So yeah, honestly, man, I I really didn't have that many DJs to pick from. I don't know that many DJs except my friends. You know, uh, DJ Gilbert, DJ J, J DJ uh, Lester, DBJ, you know, <laughs> DBJ, DBJ. Like those are the only DJs I know. So I wanted to get some 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 people that you know would be recognized. Um, so you know, and maybe contributions that they had or or how they used their other sorts of fame to to break into the DJ world. Because I I think. Um, the Jersey Shore made Polly D famous, right? And then yep. he he started getting all those dig uh, gigs in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, had a, that, he had a residency in Vegas, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then another person I think that she had a residency in Vegas too is DJ Paris Hilton, <laughs> who introduced <laughs> us to the phrases "so hot." Um, pretty much invented the selfie, self-proclaimed, um, and giving face. So those are my three DJs. You know, other than that, Excellent. I just give a, a shout out to DJ Caper. And I'm sorry, guys. I just, <laughs> I like, I've never heard of Carl Cox. I do, I've never heard of, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. You know, I see. I know, I see. I, I guess we could have gone that route too, like DJ Merlin. But it's, it's, it's all local stuff, right? That, that, it's, that we kind of know. It's our opinion. You know, We're entitled to it. Georgia Costa, Alex Sanchez, they're all like those yeah, but, rave DJs, right? Like, but George, Georgia Costa is a legend. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, hey, speaking so of pa- so is Paris Hilton. So is Paris. She is, man. <laughs> but uh, spe- hey, 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 and give her credit because I mean, she didn't introduce the scripted genre, but she made it popular again. And she, because of her, we have all these shitty ass scripted television shows, reality TV, whatever you want to call them. So what thank you, Paris what, Hilton. What was I'm that a show? Fan. Um, the the Simple Life. Oh, Simple Life. I was going to go uh, one night in Paris. Oh boy! <laughs> Shit, I watched that a few times. But uh, <laughs> but uh, it was hot for research purposes. For research, I was like, "Damn, man, Paris gets down." I mean, better than Kardashian did, anyway. That's true. Oh, well, no comment from anyone. I no, guess no, we'll, we'll, no. Well, when we do the next, when we do the porn episode, then we'll. <laughs> but uh, but uh, we were talking about before the podcast another DJ, Adris Elba. Is a DJ too. This oh, is yeah. true. Yeah. What is, uh, in a reggae, in a reggae uh, artist? What's that song that he has? He has that weird ass song. Right? What oh, the the reggae one? Is it? It goes ball. No, ball. boasty. It boasty, boasty. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it's a dope song though. It is a dope song. It's a song uh, bad as fuck. All right, so all right, those are our list of DJs, and uh, obviously, like every time we do this episode, there's way too many to mention. But I went on. Um, Give me a second. Let me pull this up. <clears throat> I have... are you looking for uh, one night in Paris? No, no. Uh, one night in Paris. You know who did it better? One night in China. Did you see that one? China from uh, rest WWE. In, rest in peace. Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. She was buried. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this was uh, from PickyTop.com. This they rated the the. <laughs> this is are you right. making these sites up yeah. now? No, no, no. It's it's a real website. Um, so they listed the top 10 DJs currently right now. So number 10 is Hardwell. Number nine, Steve Aoki. Number eight, Marshmallow. Number seven, Skrillex. Number six, Alan Walker. Number five, Tiesto. 
Number four, Armand Van Buren. Number three, Calvin Harris. Number two, Martin Garrix. And then number one, David Guetta. Who the I fuck? I like the, the way you say, Walker? I, I like the way you say our man, Van Buren. Armand, Armand Van Buren. <laughs> Armin, yeah, no. It, when, it, when, you, when you said it, I, I, all I heard was our man. Our, our man, Van Buren, dude. Yeah. And, and, and I, for Steve Aoki, man, that's a good one. I, you know what? I, I saw his documentary and it was pretty solid. But that him, dude's a hard worker, man. You know, they're the reason um, we know who, um, uh, who's these people that sing Modern Love? This Modern Love, wake me. The British band that we've seen him in concert a few times, Gilbert. Uh, no, I know. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, um, uh, uh, wow, why can't I think of it? Wow, we suck. <laughs> we're old, man. Uh, yeah, we're old. Oh, my God. Uh, Block Party. Block Party. Shit. He's, yeah. yeah, so he, he signed hey, a lot of punk Block labels, Party. too, and stuff like that. So um, that's that's another guy, and he's related to the Benny Hanna dude. Yeah, and he throws cakes. I how excited were you? Really and people cake? love it, and people <laughs> throw it, and people throw it. People love it. Who wants fucking cake on them, man? <laughs> I understand uh, cake, but cake. Cake, cake. Can I shout out to? Uh, there's a couple of birthdays. One's uh, uh, now a house DJ, basically. Uh, the one and only legendary A Track is his birthday today. And that's, that's right. A Track, why'd you uh, kill A Track? Oh, he's not dead. Who's that guy no. that died? AM, which, oh, is his birth- which is his birthday, which is today. coincidentally his birthday as well. That's oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, A Track. Which uh, one's A Track? Does he do like that open format too? Or he, he's uh, he was Kanye's DJ, it's friends with Craze. Oh, uh, yeah, you former like I know Craze DMC champion. <laughs> but uh but yeah so those were according to this is i think this is a link that's tied into uh tone load uh, it just sucks man i was i think i, like, I think i was 11 how come you guys didn't choose any of the pioneers or anything like that i didn't know? pick carl like, cox. Well, well yeah carl cox but how about like the hip-hop pioneers that invented the scratching or, but that was you know, he, he like said that. he wanted dance and music then, it was edm music. and breaks aren't dance music electronic dance music what, they are. isn't that a far forefather that could be a that could be a later episode. Best okay. just best hip hop. I was just curious. I was ho- I was wondering if you guys would choose that route. Like I didn't know. No, but you, but you know what's funny. So uh, and Gilbert, you know that I that I've been watching like a lot of DJs on Instagram when they do their live, like Tony Touch doing house music, which is I, I had never seen him do that before. But uh, but yeah, look, there's there's so many great DJs. It's it's weird because you say EDM and dance, but it, it's you know. It's spread out through, you know, breaks, drum and bass, uh, house, techno. You know, there's so many genres. I mean, I, I specifically picked, you know, Daft Punk just because of the recent retirement, uh, Prodigy just, you know, um, but and then DJ I see I wanted to go local. But there's so many DJs. Now, I do have a question for both of you. Does a DJ mean more to hip hop? Or to I thought, I thought or, the answer was moose cock. <laughs> so does the DJ mean more to hip hop as a genre or EDM as a genre? EDM. Now, you also got to remember if there was no DJ, there'd be no hip hop. Yeah, but that it's it's a different ballgame now. Yeah, I, yeah, I still think you have like the spoken word and I, I consider that like well, but remember, I mean, it started off. It wasn't off. that it was. It was more basic beats too, right? It wasn't like they were just electronic, yeah. right? Like it wasn't as as. 
I don't want to say that it's more complex now, but it's not as. Um, I think it's more production and DJ. Right, there you go. That's yeah. the word. Yeah. But, well, to, I mean, like, like I mean, you can still have hip hop without DJs now. I mean, it's uh, they're not as as a necessity as they were. I think at they're one more point. relying on it now. Well, I, I guess, I guess, I guess the better question would have been to the history of the genre, which one's more important. Now, obviously, the, the thing is with the DJ. Without the DJ, you know, there's there's nobody out there spinning records. But again, they're playing produced music. But nobody would ever know what that music is unless the DJ was playing it in the clubs. But now hip-hop became hip-hop. And the DJ, you know, DJ out in Sedgwick, in Sedgwick Park, you know, mixing loops and, or not loops, uh, you know, just the drum rolls breaks. of the song, the breaks, the breaks of the song. So... I guess they're equally as important, but. Well, I mean, I think that's the old kind of like, I, I, I don't know if it's, I guess it's just discussion on, uh, you know, amongst DJs is, is. It's are these, more analog to digital world now, I guess. No, like no, no. About, too, about, right? like, about these EDM guys who are, who aren't DJs, but their only format or only way to get out their music is through DJing. Right. So when you get. Like there's 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 a few Tiesto is a real DJ you know um uh, but there's there's these guys that have pre-programmed playlists and then they just hit play because they have to quote unquote DJ because that's the only way to to, to get their product out you know what I mean so um but there's guys that came you know and, and cut their teeth as DJs then became great producers on their own Diplo being obviously one of them um again Tiesto's a a, a good DJ um I think Calvin Harris is actually can, can DJ, you know, there's, there's guys that, that, that can, there's, there's guys that can't, you know, and they're, but their only way to, to get their music out is to be a, a quote unquote DJ, you know? You mentioned that you're watching like these live streams a lot. Have you, have you picked up on that? Like you see these people that are DJing and stuff and, you know, they have the electronic boards. Well, I, 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 they're, 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 they're like twisting knobs and moving, you know, little panels, but nothing's happening. No, the DJs that I've been watching are, are hip hop DJs. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, you see it a lot. Like, man, I, I don't think they're doing anything. <laughs> That's why I, I go, I always go, I always stick with the people that have turntables. Yeah, no, I can't Yeah, but I mean, I really, like, it's, and I, I, I could be wrong because I just don't follow you know, follow their, you know, live feeds or whatever, but it can't be interesting to watch somebody turn knobs, at least when, like, for example, you watch, I'm talking about on video, when you're live, you know, when they're up there performing live, there's a light show and all sorts of shit going on, but, you know, I'm watching Tony Touch, where you see, like, there's one night that he'll do, like, a whole fucking salsa set, you know, it's the same thing with, with Bobito, and then Armstrong will play, like, Motown shit, and, you know, like, there's, but they're actually picking up vinyl and switching it and scratching and doing all this shit. So, and how you hear a flow between genres like yeah, I, it happened the other night. I was watching um Caper and I think I texted you guys, and it was awesome because somewhere along the show, I don't know if she is because she was drinking or whatever, you could see that she started DJing for herself, and the music that she was playing was out there. Like I was like, oh my god, she went with Green Day. And then she's playing like LCD sound system or something like that. And she's mixing that, yeah. you know, and, and it's stuff that it wouldn't be not, not that it's not popular music, but it's not dance music. Right. You couldn't do that. And it's going off. And like, I, I saw you do it once and I freaked out when you started mixing punk. Like, I really appreciate that. Cause it's almost like, you know, yeah, they're, they're taking 
like all these other all these all this music that's not there but they're creating their own song from it which is cool like you know and they they read it right like they they hype a crowd up and they'll bring them down like hey looks like they need rest now did they just shoot a missile to somebody's you know? house what the fuck was that noise? that was a motorcycle oh. sorry <laughs> that was your stomach yeah. <laughs> no man i had a steak sandwich today it was delicious yeah. but well but, Car- yeah. carlos real quick to not to not to cut you off but there there are certain djs that are that are house djs that w- what they do I can never do in a hundred years. Mind you, they probably can't do what I can do, but what they can do. Holy can... shit, that's a no cool meaning. Statement. No, like God like... damn, I am rock hard right now, Gilbert. Put, you, put your dick Say on the more table, sexy Gilbert. things like that. Yeah. Jesus no, but Christ. Listen, like, like, um, like there's there's these guys that that have literally like three or four things playing simultaneously, right? Like, like Oscar G is a great example. Of, like, he's he'll have like a house song playing, but then has like like. Uh, Latin percussion behind it, and then he's playing like the the sample of a voice, and all going. I mean, just layering like, shit. Yeah, w- watching that dude spin is like, dude, like going through like to like a like a sermon, like because he kind of like, like lifts you up. It's preach. Yes, man, this dude isn't like honestly. If you ever get a chance to see Oscar G uh, DJ, the dude is a fucking magician. And, and I won't need does, drugs to do this, right? I'm gonna no, no, no. I'm gonna, to gonna sober, well, not sober, okay. but drunk or you know, drinking, <laughs> but not 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 on drugs. So um, you were yeah, a little but, bit modified, <laughs> right? I was modified, but not you know, not by drugs. Um, but um, yeah, dude is amazing, and and his you know his whole thing is he he has a lot of like um Latin influences in, in in his house music and stuff like that. So like to see him kind of juggle all these things at one time and and make it all cohesive is is amazing and there's a lot of djs that a lot of house djs that do that they're they're not literally just playing a track letting it ride for five minutes then mixing in another track and letting that thing ride for five minutes you know what i mean so there there's guys that really um make an art form of it and it's there when you see that that's that's pretty 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 special well you know one thing one thing i've never i've never appreciated is when people say that a dj is not a musician a DJ is a fucking musician. I mean, you, you turntables, right? Turntables, turn yeah. not the ones that have the digital display no, no, that no. matches colors and set up your yeah. songs by beat per minutes, right? Not no, those guys. Not those okay. guys. I mean, <laughs> how how can you look at Craze and say that guy's not a musician? Of course, he is. Yeah. You know, like it, it's and guys like Oscar G and like the, those guys are fucking musicians. A track that you mentioned, those guys are fucking G funk. Gene yeah, I think, I think I, I think I think more than more than say musicians, I would like to place it like more like arrangers. I would say more than musician, right? Because you're literally not playing music, but what you're doing is you're arranging all these sounds and making them sound. You're a composer. You're a composer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think that's that's more important. I mean, I think I you know I tell people like whoever that that they that that you know like are are trying to learn how to DJ. You know, it's it's more, above anything else is is learning the music in and out like i know when to get out of in and out of records you know on time here you know what i mean so it's learning the ins and outs of all these records and what goes together what doesn't and that's just years of experience you know and yeah. a lot well, of people ask you of you know, how to become a dj do that Gilbert? Uh, not a lot but I, mean, I, I like that you threw that off and it sounded great no but you no. Know, and i'm happy that you're doing a lot of mentoring <laughs> that sounded awesome dude no 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 but, yeah, but you know like you know like the casual person i hear you man i'm just fucking like, with you dude yeah no but i and i will say that i i said it in a previous episode that it's when you're a dj you know one you're a music historian because you know to to learn an entire catalog of music and know okay i think this is when you're going to blend with this or imagine like you mentioned oscar g only a guy 
that is that versed in music or in, in you know different genres of music could say i know if i lay this percussion over this house speed and then throw in these vocals i'll kill them mm-hmm. you know like that that's i i have a huge admiration for djs for real djs not the digital djs here but well, it, it, at the other end of that spectrum too they have to be trendsetters yeah they have to have that ear to start something new yeah and yeah, and, and how to separate yourself from the sound of everybody else. Like, that's why I love Diplo. Because, I mean, you see, you hear when he, like, I mean, uh, I can't remember the fucking reggae album that he, that uh, the reggae mix that he did, sound, it's Sound Bombing, or I forgot what it was called. But he throws 50s and 60s ska, old fucking raga, like so much cool shit. And I'm like, oh, this guy fucking knows the genre. You know, and like, and then you see him jump to a track like, you know, my favorite video, Set It Off, or, you know, the production that he does with pop songs and all that shit. Like, the guy's, uh, you know, he's an encyclopedia. Timbaland is another one. When you hear him, you're like, oh, this guy fucking knows music. You know, like, uh, that's one of my, the, one of the biggest reasons I like watching Bobito's uh, set on Instagram is because, you know, the, he'll he'll talk about hey like this is the genre that I'm gonna t- I'm gonna do and all this and the guy knows music you know and he could ball too you know, fucking yeah. street ball legend but uh but yeah no man it, it's it's a fun thing to get into and I, I you know to and Eric, they're collectors and they're co- they're, they're hoarders they're big time yeah. co- hoarders man yeah. but oh yeah I mean you don't you don't have that problem as much anymore now that it that it is yeah. digital and stuff like that but. Man, I, I could you imagine back? Well, I mean, you all carried crates for your friends and stuff like that. And, God damn it, Brent. You know, like, holy shit, dude. Like, you would have to carry crates <laughs> to a club. Dude, I remember what the, the, the one time I spun at, at Space um, in the hip hop room in Space, and it was uh, my. Was that uh, New Year's? No, this was. I don't know, uh, we, we had a great time. Yeah. yeah. Is that, was that the day that you and me battled? <laughs> right i don't know yeah I don't I, know. yeah that peter no, this was, was this was the, 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 the space the space one was uh i just did oh, everything, i'm sorry was... i got i got confused with liquid i'm sorry oh yeah, yeah. that might be a different story yeah. so we um <laughs> it was one day i my dj said was one to eight so one it, my, the room opened at one it was to eight in the morning right and so i literally had Fucking space yeah 11 crates of records that i had to take and i think i had the 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 celica at the time <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so I, I remember records in there. I, I remember loading records on your Jeep too. Oh my god. Yeah. Not fun, man. Not fun. But yeah, man, good times. So uh, anybody got new music? I, okay. I don't have, I don't have I, new music. I'll let you go I don't have new music, but I have a, a, an exciting announcement that I want to share with, with the world. But okay. go ahead. And these are old bands, but they release new songs. Um, the first one is No Effects. They released a song called My Bro Can't Survive Cancer. And it's cool. Like, Can't Survive, they, they joined it together. Uh-huh. And it, it's a fucked up song. It's funny. It's about a guy. It's a great song. I mean, and it has that No Effects sound. But it's, it's a dude who pretended to have cancer so he could get free shit from bands. <laughs> How fucked oh up is that, God. dude? Like, only, only fat Mike. Only fat holy Mike. shit, man! And and like he talks about it. I don't know if it's a true story or not, but that's some twisted shit. If some guy did that, and I'm sticking with the old school kind of punk stuff. This is another, and this is more for Carlos. It's um, I'm not a big ska fan, but this is one of 
my few favorite bands, the Voodoo Glow Schools. Great band. Oh, wow. And, yes. Great and they band. just released uh, a new song called Cielito Lindo. Oh, it's a, oh and, so is it a, a, a ska version of the Cielito Lindo song? Yes. Nice. And it's fucking awesome. I got to check so it out. So it's, it's the Voodoo Glow Soul sound, you know, trumpets, everything. And those those were my, my two. Cool, dude. For this week. Check nice. them out. I you, enjoyed them. You want to leave your big announcement for last? For, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah go, you're good. I want to build up the suspense. The suspense. The okay. Suspension. So the I suspension. I kept it with the with the topic. Uh, one is Gorgon City drama. You've done enough. The song came out in late February, but it's such a I hate to say traditional like a dance song, but great vocals, uh, really melodic. The song's fucking great. And then Benito Bazaar, uh, like a down tempo electro version of Back to Life, the Soul to Soul song. Nice, fucking dope as shit. All right, do we need a drum? Wait, I'm sorry, what was the first one? Gorgon City drama. Gorgon, yeah. So G O R G O N. Gorgon City, uh, with drama featuring drama. Oh. You, you've done enough. I think. Yeah, I think. I think you would really like that song, Eric. And then the the Back to Life um, by Benito Bazaar is fucking dope as shit too. All right, Gilbert, drum roll, drum roll. Yes, please, drum roll. Guys, added. Now can be seen on NBC The Voice. Ariana Grande is the new the, one of the judges. <laughs> That's what you came with. Yeah. Are you, are you fucking serious? Are you that big a, a fan of Ariana Grande? No, my wife is. Okay. So, did you promise her that you would say that on air? No, but I'm <laughs> trying to get some brownie points. Okay. Good I night. can never forgive her for touching the donuts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, other people are going to eat that. You just ruined those donuts. All right. So, all right, let, let's talk a little bit of news. For the third episode in a row, we're dropping some Biebs on it. Justin Bieber, his album debuted at number one, dethroning Morgan Whalen. If you know who Morgan Whalen is, got in trouble several weeks ago for dropping oh, an N-bomb. Yeah, yeah, uh, the country singer. So he got cut from radio, cut from his label, and he was still the number one album. And along comes Beebs and drops peaches on him, takes him out. <laughs> God damn you, it. You make it so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Beebs. Oh, it sounded like a prize fight. Yeah. And then uh, Nike sues designer mischief for Little, oh. Nas's, Little Nas's Satan shoes. Yeah. Uh, Gilbert, so you're, what's you're up with that? Yeah. All right. Gilbert, so... you're a sneakerhead. Yes, yeah, so mischief. It, what people don't, don't know, um, my, my people might know. They my actually, people? No, no, not that? my. The fuck people, my, people my might. people? <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck, bro! Hey, fuck. did you know that we were amongst royalty here? <laughs> people right. might not know. Sorry, right. is that um, uh, about a year and a half ago they dropped the Jesus shoe that had holy water in the Nike Air. They've had this thing before. So obviously now they dropped this ninety no the ninety seven Air Max. Um, um, and it's kind of like a dual um, marketing thing with with uh, little Nas X. He's dropping and he dropped a new single. The video had him giving uh, among among other things, giving uh, Satan a lap dance. And um, but um, the shoe. I so I was wondering. It's not if offensive. He, no, the problem well, was the, it was the fact that they used this Air Max without a without permission. Oh. So but don't no, they allow no, collaborations? They use, like I don't get. Uh, so, yes, but I think what I think happened here is as I was reading more, so I was I was confused because at first I'm like, is this a bootleg Nike or? But apparently was 
was they just they they took their Air Max, they customized it, but they never got Nike's approval on the final on the final say so. So that's why Nike is suing. So they never got the final approval. Um, and then obviously now with all the backlash that happened, it was it's it's the easiest move for Nike to be like, I'm suing them. Uh, We're trying to distance ourselves as much as we can from it. And um, and yeah, I mean it's it's you know it's 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 now, one of these things that, and it's that, a simple but, shoot. Yeah, but it's now, not like it's not an elaborate like work. I, it, no. it has a pentagram on the on the thing, and then on the inside, all black it, and red. Yeah, yeah. So, but now the people that were able to get their hands on them, oh boy, they have a massive collectible. Oh boy, <laughs> that, that like, shoe. So the 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 Jesus shoe that I told you about sells uh, resells for about fifteen hundred dollars. Um, you know, because of the limited amount. So this is a limited limited amount, limited six hundred sixty six now. You know, I, I I mean, I don't even know if they're going to be able to, 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 I don't even know how many of them got out, put it this way. So you're probably thinking less than 50 to maybe say 50 to 100 that got out. Those things are going to be worth five grand easily, yeah. easily. So, so pretty right. interesting, dude. Yeah. What, so do, that, what do you guys think? Do you, I mean, I, you know, I think um, he's, he's a uh, little Nas X I'm talking about is saying that it's, it's because he's gay, that all the backlash is happening. I think it's just Satan. And not because of Satan? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? It's not because of Satan? Um, I was reading that, you know, since uh, his what, Old Town Road, um, uh-huh. a lot of parents let their kids listen to it, and it was a, a big hit amongst the kids. Of course. And, you know, it was huge. And then he releases this, and kids are expecting to find the same thing. And they see, you know, Satan and, and this imagery. Yeah. And and instead of being responsible for what they their kids are listening to, they they throw it at the easiest person. Like, oh, how can you do that? Well, you let your your kids listen to it. It's not my problem. Like, you mm-hmm. should, you know, it, nothing's changed. And I, I don't know what Old Town Road was about because I I don't know how to read into songs that much. But apparently, it was adult theme too that he talks about lean and something else in the song. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that lean, son. The lean. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I, I mean, his career definitely, um, him coming out of the closet, I think probably did affect him career-wise. I, I, let's also, you know, the fact that he hasn't released another hit song because he had the the one song that, that came out after. No, no, no. It was what about uh, the one with Nicki Minaj? Right? Didn't he do something with Nicki Minaj? That well, no. He was he he um he was famous first for for having um. Uh, he was he was like a, a super fan, super Nicki Minaj fan fan club kind of thing. He was like the, the, oh. the one that ran it or whatever. Um, but but I don't think he's put out the music to 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 warrant the fanfare that he had with with um, with uh, Old Town Road. Um, it probably didn't help, you know, uh, that he right right after that he came out of the closet because I mean that, you know obviously you see some of the backlash of people you know look at look at, look at the backlash that JoJo Siwa got when she came out of the closet. There was people like you would read some of the comments that that parents would leave on her on her like either twitter or facebook and she's like I, i'm never letting my daughter you know watch a video you're again i'm like what, what like who does these things you know what i mean so there's there's still that mentality out there and and i think you know is is it right for little Nas X to say that this controversy was more because of him being gay than and I, I think it's more because of oh the, he did the same, he, he said, he said, he said because, that yeah 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 he said it he, not not fully blaming on it but i think he thinks it's it's made worse because of the fact that he's gay you know um which i mean i don't know it could be true or not but i mean i think the, the majority is just a man you know you get out of the, these pockets the bible belt 
is a, is a thing for real. You know, like where where these middle America try buying beer on a Sunday. Exactly. That exactly. sucks. Has that ever sure, happened can, to you? I was in, in Tennessee, I think, in, and I went in, to buy beer, and they're looking at me like I'm a crazy. In, in Texas, like, in Gainesville, yes. In Texas. In Gainesville, I think it's a, uh, you can't buy it to a certain time. I think after a certain oh, time yeah, of the day. Yeah, you, you can, yeah, you could buy, but you can't buy hard liquor, just beer and wine. It's crazy. Yeah. In, so, in South Carolina, it's completely dry on Sunday. Yeah. So, so you know, like there's there's still like that this this overwhelming uh, group of, of of people that that are, are anything that that has to do with satanic images or anything like that is going to be instant backlash. You know? I got a solution for you. Don't listen to it. And don't buy the fucking shoes. That's it. Fuck Done. They're Done. Like, you guys know very well. People love getting I, into shit. Yeah, that, I know. Well, we talked about it a few days ago, Eric. You know, pe- people need to start minding their own fucking life instead of jumping in other people's. Yeah, and I, you know, as a parent, like I, I understand, but you have to, you have to monitor what you know. I think it's trickier. Like for me, and, did anybody know, uh, monitor us? Uh, no, but it wasn't. We it wasn't ex- as accessible, you know, but. Meaning that <laughs> what the computer do like crew, you forgot about that? I you forgot saying. Cinemax after dark. I come on, man. Electric I, I, well, oh yeah. Well, here here now in the yeah, internet. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the internet. Internet internet is a bit yeah. different ballgame. Let me but tell my, you my like point... when I first started, I was like that it was big. Well, we were like in our teens, and I saw some shit that I just want to unsee. Like yeah. I wish I would have never looked at. Well, my, imagine my... a little kid that's curious that's as what I'm saying. just my my point was that because uh, my point that I was getting to is Eric uh, and Carlos and I's daughters are around the same age. You could it's easier for us to monitor them now, right? But let's say when they were like, you know, they get to like that, you know, preteen age, 10, 11, it's gonna be hard to monitor them. So I can understand a parent Dude. being upset at at this because it's you can't monitor them all the time. It's Not gonna be very that, hard. But you could you always have you you could always blame it on the mom, you know, for failing them as a parent and you just take <laughs> all the credit, right? <laughs> And we lost all our moms. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, look, the, the reality is the I, I don't know how this became a and that's Carlos with the bottom line. The yeah, reality yeah. is <laughs> I look it's, it's a sensitive subject. It's man. A, yeah, it's, and 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 even more so, remember we're not young anymore. We're out of touch with what that age group looks at, just like our parents were out of touch. Look, it's, it is what it is. I mean, the guy's going to make a shit ton. Of, I mean, he won't make a shit ton of money off the shoes, but it made, we're talking about him. God knows yeah. like other, other, other ven- or other avenues are talking about him too. So could but it, it could have been a marketing ploy. It, no, it, it absolutely was. I think he, he even said that he, this, he was trying to, he was playing this whole rollout with the shoes and the, the video and all that stuff, all the, to, to come out at one, one, at one time. It's not a coincidence that all of this is happening at the same time. Right. But I, I don't know. Is the song even that good? I haven't even heard the song. So I don't even I, know. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard it. So, I mean, I, at the end of the day, like whatever gimmick it might be, like the music still got to gotta be right. Before, yeah. For it, you know, like, yeah. like whatever you might say, Old Town Road was a good song. You know, like, I mean, I, I you know, I had to, I actually had to play it. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like the, the song was, was worth all the hype of, around it, right? Yeah. But is, is the music that he's, I don't, like I said, I don't need, I didn't hear his song. So, but is it, is it worth, and, and, and all fairness, at the same time? Yeah, in all fairness, I haven't heard any of his music. Um, but I, I mean, it was hard not to look to go through social media and see that shoe 80 fucking million times. Oh, so yeah. it, whatever it was, and, and little comments or, or little articles about the video. Uh, but so, you know what? 
little Nas, you do you. Hopefully, you, you get what you get out of it. I mean, I have nothing against the guy. I can't. I don't. I don't know him, and I don't listen to his music. Uh, but the Satan shoe that's getting sued by Nike. So good luck. Mm-hmm. But all right. So um, Malcolm Cecil, synth pioneer and Stevie Wonder producer, died at 84 years old. He built the world's largest analog synthesizer and collaborated with Stevie Wonder during the the peak of his of his career in the 70s so rest in peace malcolm cecil and as uh, gilbert mentioned earlier um happy birthday to uh, the late dj am um but, are they gonna, i think you're gonna mention ariana grande again no no i oh. sorry i'm sorry to uh, nikki i don't know <laughs> oh that's right so you, you go see her in concert didn't she see- yeah, yeah. Do you do you do you want to know who the other judges she's gonna be judging with? I, I haven't no. have pulled the. Piano. I'm I'm good. Blake Shelton, John Legend, and Kelly Clarkson. Okay, okay. So watch the voice of you. Yeah, I'll let you guys know. I'll, I'll update you guys as we get closer <laughs> to the season. Uh, now you're I, uh, watching season. this because you like watching this, or I've never, it's, I've it's never like wa- family I, time. I, no, I I, I'm, I, I, I will I will say I've seen it a lot of times. I never watched the show. Uh, Olivia, it, Olivia's mom was a big fan. Olivia watches it. Um, but it's, uh, I mean, it must be, it's still fucking popular. That show has been around for a hot minute now. And have seasons. any, have, oh, has anybody gotten big from it? Have no, there been no it's not like, uh, American not, Idol. Not like Kelly, not like Kelly Carlson. Right. Like Kelly Carson. Yeah. But really how, how many people from American Idol have actually made it, made it? Kelly Carson. Oh, that Mer- other dude that plays for Queen. Uh, yeah, uh, Troy did, you say, Aikman? did you say Miranda Lambert? Yeah, isn't that her name? Miranda Lambert? No, oh, that's the other girl, uh, Carrie Underwood. Carrie yeah, Underwood. there we go. Same thing. Like, Adam, totally. Adam, <laughs> Adam, Adam Lambert. I will say so. I saw the Justin Guarini. Did not. Yeah, as he was, was from Justin to Kelly. What was um? What was the, the no the, no no? He does not. The girl with the high pitched the high pitch um, the the girl with the high pitched voice um. Oh my gosh! She, I think she had like a uh... Jennifer Tilly. No, Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> Jennifer <laughs> Tilly. Yeah, that, that's an actress, uh, yeah. by the way. And <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know. Professional poker player. Yeah, but Trust me, I see, I see the bride of Chucky. And there you go. And bound. I'll never forget. I was watching um, that first season because I didn't watch the, first, the one I was Fant- talking. Oh, Fantasia. All right, cool. But oh, she, Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Oh, Jennifer Hudson. But, Hudson. Gen- but Jennifer Hudson didn't win. No. Uh, Fantasia, Fantasia kind of disappeared too, right? Yeah, Jordan Sparks is another one that was in Jordan Sparks. So uh, American Idols put out a lot of a lot of people. Yeah, but I I think I I, re- I don't I don't know where I heard this, but they were having a discussion that it's funny because the winners really don't don't go far. Like Daughtry is another one that's had a long ass career, uh, who actually did probably one of my favorite songs on American Idol. Not that the song was my favorite. But the, like the best performance, he did a uh, innuendo from Queen, and he got bashed for it. And but it was fucking awesome. There was well, another. I'm oh, sorry to cut you off, but I, th- I think also like as the the popularity of the show went down, like the, those they they stopped kind of making those star- the stars they weren't out anymore. You know what I'm saying? Because the fan base wasn't there. How initially? Because you talk about like in the beginning, like even the people that didn't win were 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 becoming stars, like Daughtry and and yeah. the other one, like but. You know, like after a while, like the the show wasn't as popular. So any anybody that won or came out of it, but it's wasn't still going. Yeah, oh, but it's not that popular though. Long. They they brought it back now, but yeah, but it's not it's not popular anymore. You know, I don't think it's. I, it's not the voice, right, Gilbert? 
I don't. Let's say, let's see. Let's. It doesn't have Ariana Grande. <laughs> let's look yeah. at. Let's look at. <laughs> let's look at viewers. Oh my God! Are, are, are we really doing this? Are we doing this? <laughs> um, but um, the voice and what's just, what's going I mean, on with the mass dancer or the mass um, singer? Oh, I don't like, know. I, 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 I missed last so, week. I was working. All right, all right. So, uh, somebody remember this one. So this is the the voice. Seven point seven four million viewers. All right, that's I a lot. Wrote it down. Yeah. Okay, and then what's the other one? American Idol. American Idol. At his at his peak, what was it? Is that yeah? Is that for broadcast? Or no, what? it's it's better oh, to okay. look now. At a American Idol's, I guess at its highest was eight million viewers. Oh, so it's about the same. Yeah, but it says there's some thing about it taking a dip. Uh, who cares? Okay, so but how about America's Got Talent? But that's that's they they don't only sing in that they do like no, they do but isn't isn't Fifth yeah. Harmony I think came out of there right Fifth Harmony came out what of there what the hell happens to those people that win that is that like I I never understood well, they, they're, that they're, they're they're signed in oh and America's got talent oh America yeah. I don't you know they they were they were ultimately signed to to um what's his name Simon Cowell's right like as a produ- production company like they used to get isn't great. that how that band was formed the the five guys the one with the What's that band that everybody loved? All the the girls loved that the one of the dudes is one dating uh, yeah, one, direction. one Direction. Yeah, wasn't that a Simon Cowell thing? Didn't he start in off Europe. on that show? The British, in, in the English British, not English version, Europe. yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, American America's Got Talent has five point zero six million viewers. I don't know why this became a topic, but there it is. Yeah. <laughs> but because Ariana Grande, God damn it. she's driving our show. I guarantee you they'll they'll they'll, they'll have a spike. In viewership, for sure. You mean uh, seven million and one because yeah, of Gilbert? Because of me. <laughs> but uh, all right, you guys got anything else? No, that's, that's it, it for me today. I promise to be more lively next week to go have a little bit more energy, man. Not only were you lively, but you came in with the best hair today. Thank you. Damn you! You look you look handsome, dude. I gotta I got trim, man. I gotta start facing the world. I guess you handsome son of a bitch. Were you going back to work? Or you guys are going back? No, no, man. I was just I, like I, again. I am eating and working myself to death. I am not doing anything else. Well, so I gotta start. Uh, you know, grabbing the bull by the horns. I'm I'm glad I'm glad you're still here. Oof. But uh, Gilbert, you doing anything special this weekend? Okay. <laughs> Same shit. DJ. Just DJ. <laughs> no, I got a crazy week, man. I got a, I got a, I'm actually doing a, a wedding for a, um, for a client that uh, she's actually the marketing manager for the Hilton. Um, so, cause you know, I, I don't do weddings, but uh, so um, I'm doing don't a, do weddings. I don't do weddings. You've been uh, very fucking, you've been, I don't know <laughs> who you are today. You fucking. Are you going to suit up? Uh, well, yeah, I'll be in probably a shirt and tie kind of do. Okay. But then, um, um, and then, so I, I'm doing that like five to eight, then I'm, I'm closing the wharf that day. And then I'm doing a, um, a brunch at guys, you got to pray for me. I'm going to South beach, but oh, it's during the day. I, is it spring break over? You should it's be over. good, right? Pretty much, yeah. 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 After this but week, the, I'm, I'm, I'm but actually taking... But there's residue. There's spring break residue. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking a, I'm a little step back. I'm not like... Those doubles on Saturdays have been killing me, so I'm only going to start doing just one... Just to try, to try to take some time, man. It's, it's nonstop, so... We're, we're fucking old. Yeah. Well, and it's not even that. It's just, you know, like when I... You know, I, I still work my nine to five, and but, you know, and I DJ all weekend, so I literally legitimately haven't had a day off and you know, two months or whatever it is. So yeah, well, uh, it'd be good to take some time off. 
<laughs> I, I, you know what? Let me know when you take some time off too, because I'm gonna take some days off. Just do it, man. And uh, Eric, you're gonna devote another weekend to DJ Kuiper. Um, I, hey, Friday nights, man. I, I kind of watch the show. She was, she actually played on the Serato channel, oh, yeah. um, on Friday. So uh, I think we, we it, it was DJ Craze, and then she came on, and and then later she played again later at night. But I think I was already asleep. <laughs> yeah, we, we, you know what? We gotta figure out a way to connect with her because. You promote her more than you promote Gilbert. Huh? No, that's not true. How many that's times? True. How many times have you promoted Gilbert? If you if you listen to this show, Gilbert has <laughs> been. Um, I talk about Gilbert more than than I do about DJ Caper. Um, D- DJ Caper is just a newer thing, you know. And, <laughs> and your and old news, you always, and your yeah, old news, you, Gilbert. I, I gotta, you know, through, like I gotta keep Gilbert's like good old reliable. Fresh. You know, I, I know what I'm gonna get with Gilbert. Right. I'm still, I'm still learning DJ Caper. Like been, what they told me that she plays is like a garage house. Is that what it's called? Garage something. There, there's yeah. such thing as a garage house. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that I was like, oh, I didn't even know that was a genre. I just, I just like her music because she, she mixes a lot of shit. You know, like she'll go from from drum and bass to, you know, some funk and soul. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, then shout out to DJ Caper. Shout out to uh, DJ G Funk. DJ, who's, you know his, it. who's his own favorite DJ, according yeah. to our text message. He was the number one DJ of this show today. One, two, yeah. and three. Yeah, you're definitely the best DJ in this show. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> Barely. And then uh, I, told, I told somebody I'd give him a shout out. Uh, shout out to Jay the Biz. Uh, shout out to LC. Shout out to um, uh, Apex, of course, our sponsor. Uh, we may, may or may not have a new sponsor coming on. I'll talk about it off air. Uh, is it is it high noon? Uh, no. Apparently, last time I Eric said something a little off color, and they they decided not to <laughs> at the last second. <laughs> But uh, no, who were trying? Who were you trying to target? Cigar City, Cigar, Cigar City, City I, I lived in Tampa. I'm a fan of Tampa, uh, but I don't know anybody in Cigar City, Brewery. But uh, yeah, Eric, you look like you want to say something. No, I'm just smiling, man. <laughs> I think I'm a bit delirious. You, you know what it is? It's that fucking mustache. It's so powerful right oh, now. Oh man, I like it. I I, I decided to. I am so pissed. Different I approach. I'm, I'm so yeah. pissed. I cut mine off. The but, only uh, thing is that when it gets wet, it looks like I'm missing teeth. So that's <laughs> like I get these little cormillos here, yeah. and it's like, hey, you see it? You see it? <laughs> hey, that's good. Hey, girl, what's up? <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna wrap this one up. Guys, thanks again as usual. Uh, but I, I wanted to say to Eric's point uh, earlier, if it wasn't for hip hop DJs, none of this, none of this, any genre. That involves a DJ would exist. So shout out to the to the legends of uh, of New shout York. Out to, shout out to Zach Efron. Shout out to Zach Efron. Watch that movie in full. It's pretty good, man. All right. <laughs> With that being said, Zach Efron, we're out. We love you. We love you. <laughs>